the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody for that matter teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children simply based on the color of their skin. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant and they're targeting even younger children. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here, Monday through Friday, on the word Columbus at 1020 a.m. Eastern Time. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Today, I am going to quickly cover some of the latest topics in the culture wars. And so I will move pretty quickly through some of this. Make sure you go to our website at missionamerica.com and sign up for our e-newsletter, which comes out roughly once a week, where I send out our latest articles. And also, there's more details about most of these topics in those newsletters and also in our daily commentaries that are Monday through Friday at 1020 a.m. right here on The Word Columbus. Well, first in the news is the story, which is just now coming out as I'm recording this about the leaked draft document on an upcoming U.S. Supreme Court decision that may overturn Roe versus Wade and send abortion decisions back to the states. But at least in that case, it would no longer be federal law. And this could not be better news if it turns out that this actually is the final decision of the court. But a leak like this on the high court is very troubling, and let's hope they get to the bottom of that piece of this news. Someone on the left working at the court is most likely responsible, and it's like so much of what the left gives us in our country. Lies, deception, broken promises, chaos, lawlessness, immorality, and of course, through Roe versus Wade and in other ways, death. People's lives 
are lost through the actions of the left. Under Roe versus Wade, since 1973, there have been 62 million abortions. Those are human beings, friends. They were all lost. And as you and I know, it's a great national tragedy. Let's continue in Ohio and in every state to do everything we can to make abortion permanently illegal and save these children who deserve to live. But also regarding recent Supreme Court decisions is great news for an Ohio-based organization, Camp Constitution, wanted to fly a flag in the city of Boston, which has a flagpole used by all kinds of groups and organizations and even other faith-based groups to fly all kinds of flags, including rainbow flags, but Camp Constitution was refused. They wanted to fly a flag with a cross on it. The Supreme Court ruled unanimously. How often does that happen? Against Boston and in favor of Camp Constitution's right to fly this flag. And the case is Shirtleff versus Boston. Their constitutional rights were upheld. Praise the Lord. This is great news. So now I want to cover several recent news stories on the gender confusion issue. There's a wonderful Christian legal firm, the Child and Parental Rights Campaign, and they're on the web if you want to look them up, who is now involved in several lawsuits where parents have discovered schools counseling their children to transition, quote unquote, to an opposite sex identity, because you can never actually change sex, without the parents' knowledge behind their backs. One case in Florida features a mom whose name is January Littlejohn, who has been interviewed by Fox News and others. She told the media that her daughter first expressed confusion about gender during the COVID pandemic, and then the school jumped on that and promptly developed what is called a quote-unquote gender support plan behind the parents' backs. Little John is warning parents throughout the country to watch for such secretive actions by their own schools. Well, friends, these secret plans, these so-called transgender support plans, are here in Ohio schools. Let me tell you about a couple of situations. Such a form exists in the King's local schools. The top of it, it's a form used in the school. It says, Transgender Support Plan, and it gives the option of withholding information from parents. It's all about the school, the counselor, going through what the child wants, and then you check off, are the parents informed or not? The parents should be the first line of information in all of these cases. At Brunswick Schools, and that's in Northeast Ohio, we have emails written by Susan Palcesco, principal of Brunswick Middle School, sent to the staff giving specific directions when a student wants a different name at school and pronoun, different pronouns. And here's what she says, writes in this email, quote, please abide by what the student wishes. We do not need parent permission to do so. Unquote. And then she wrote, quote, don't call the parents and alert them. Do work with counselors to offer the student a safe environment to share with parents when the student is ready and willing and feeling safe to do so. Unquote. 
So even though there is here a place to possibly bring the parents in, what if the student doesn't want the parents to ever know? No matter what happens here, by the time they get to that point, the student is very far down the road of mentally wanting this so-called transition, having other adults affirm them in this so-called transition. And if parents never get on board, then what? It's the school allied with a young adolescence, dysfunctional, and we know that's what it is, imagination against biology, against their own parents. This should be criminal, certainly malpractice. And in at least one similar situation in California, the action of a school with secrecy from parents like this may well have contributed to a teen girl's eventual suicide. And there's a lawsuit going on about that. And oh, by the way, stay tuned to the second half of our show today, where we will talk about the suicide prevention claims of at least one homosexual, major national homosexual group, suicide prevention group, and how they may be misbehaving in a huge way. And that is putting it mildly. So back to the Florida case. The school, when confronted, claimed that they were acting because their 13-year-old daughter was protected by a non-discrimination law. Now, this is the new defense of the left. Non-discrimination laws where they exist in local communities or in states or in the case of, for instance, um, the school policies. There are non-discrimination policies that include the cover, not just race, religion, and for employment for the teachers and so on, but they also cover sexual orientation and gender identity as supposed classes, which they never should have done. These are behaviors and identities that are unhelpful, un- unbiological, and no one needs to go down these roads. But People have fallen for this because of so-called compassion. So most school districts have those terms in their local school district policies. Check yours and see. Well, this is going to be their new defense because I'm not aware, somebody can tell me if there is such a definition, I'm not aware that we ever defined this for minor children. What's the lower end of defending someone on so-called non-discrimination, and especially against their own family. That's what's going on. So this is a very anti-family, divisive way this is being used and very destructive to the child's emotional well-being and also physical harm. And of course, we haven't even gotten into the spiritual implications of people who go down an affirmative road of homosexuality or gender confusion. There's always ways to leave those lifestyles and those desires behind, but we don't want people to go down them in the first place, and especially not young people who end up with so many complications in their lives, physically, morally, socially, emotionally, as a result. Well, there are lawsuits on schools keeping secrets from parents. There's lawsuits along the same lines in Massachusetts, Wisconsin, Maryland, Oregon, and California. And I would look for many, many more of these to start popping up because parents have had it with this secrecy. And these policies are everywhere now because the major, the unions, the school board associations are all on board with this agenda and they should all 
to the extent where they are doing that, they should lose their influence in schools and just fade away somewhere. I hope they do. They're doing too much damage in our country and in our schools. I wrote recently about the issue of pronoun mandates, you know, what may be coming in many schools. And maybe you're seeing those where kids are being told and teachers are being told, um, please stand up and declare your pronouns or please sign your emails with your pronouns, teachers. Well, the left will keep pushing this unless we push back. There's another place where this is being sold. Strongsville Schools um, is having a virtual meeting on Google Meet called Gender and Pronouns 101. Now, Strongsville is again up toward Cleveland. There, This is apparently going to indoctrinate teachers and others to learn to show respect toward gender pretenders and toward the idea of moving away from the science and moving toward fantasy and mythology about gender identities. And of course, this is a violation of discrimination policies, actually, on religion for people who believe that this is and know that this is against the standards of God. Christians are left out of this. They, they just blow right by that and ignore that that may be, uh, you know, a an exclusionary policy. No, these are these are inclusive schools. You you can trust us. We do not trust you. You've lost many schools have lost the trust of the community of parents and of most of the religious families in this country. Well, anyway, this is going to be gender and pronouns 101. And if you're you live up that way, find out more about the Strongsville situation by going to the Protect Ohio Children North Facebook page. There are Facebook pages for Protect Ohio Children North, Central, and South, and you can sign up and they're very active. Lots and lots of people on there if you want to join other parents. And also, by the way, there are many new items about local schools in Ohio and some of the controversial issues that are popping up on the main Protect Ohio Children website at protectohiochildren.net and look under the indoctrination site map. Click on that uh, link and then whatever school district is listed there. There are, there are over well over 100 districts where very controversial materials have been provided to us by parents or, in some cases, staff or teachers. So have you heard about secret gender closets? I reported about this on a recent commentary where in California and Colorado, some schools are keeping... Closets at school so students can come to school and then dress in opposite sex clothing with accessories, sometimes including chest binders and the things that are being used, which will harm a girl's breasts, sometimes permanently, depending on how much she wears them. So the, this can all be kept secret from parents. Yes, there's this, uh, people in California, the California Family Council reported on this and uh, I reported on it in a in a recent commentary. So be sure to pay attention to my daily commentaries. Uh, they're four minutes on at ten twenty in the morning, Monday through Friday, here on the Word Columbus. We will continue with many more recent news items when we come back here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. Don't go away. We will be right back following these messages. 
Friends, have you heard this claim that critical race theory is not being taught in our schools? Well, that's not true. It most definitely is being taught in our schools. And we have an article on our website at missionamerica.com that lays out questions and answers about critical race theory and specifics about where it's being taught in schools in Ohio and throughout the country. If you want more information about that and our very popular school corruption and propaganda calendar, Go to MissionAmerica.com. And thank you so much for your prayers and support. For more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to MissionAmerica.com. That's MissionAmerica.com. And be sure to listen to Mission America every Saturday afternoon from 1 to 1.30 here on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, WRFD. And remember, with God, all things are still possible. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're back uh, talking today about a number of news items that I'm going over pretty quickly. And as I said in the last segment, I would be covering some news about the suicide hotlines, the prevention efforts that have been initiated by the quote-unquote LGBTQ movement, the homosexual and gender confusion, distortion movement, unfortunately. Well, one of those big, famous, well-known groups is called the Trevor Project. It's named after a young man who committed suicide and was identifying or thought to be identified in that way. So what has happened with the Trevor Project is that they have taken on this, we're here for you, we're a prevention, suicide prevention hotline, and for some reason, government and agencies and organizations have just embraced all of the talking points of the homosexual agenda. And so they simply have included, believing again in the compassion angle, the Trevor Project hotline in many state agencies, many schools have this as a resource. How reliable is the Trevor Project in A, their mission, but B, at the same time, not leading a child or young person into affirming, into further involvement, being fast-tracked into homosexuality or into gender change. The young person calls the suicide hotline and is assuming that there's help on the other end. And what happens is they find out there or on the website that there's a whole other area of the Trevor Project where they can be involved with people ages 13 to 24, supposedly, who want to talk to them and be their friend on LGBTQ issues. Isn't that interesting? Well, my friend in California, Brenda Lebsack, who is a teacher, a former school board member, and has been reporting on and monitoring a lot of what's been going on with the transgender issue and sex education in California. She has reached out to law enforcement in her county out there, and she says this about Trevor Space, which is at the bottom of the trevorproject.org website. This is a quote from Brenda. Trevor Space is a huge virtual world with international contacts and is recommended to kids to, quote, explore their gender or sexuality in an affirming place, unquote. Adults are mixed with minors and participants are not vetted. 
She goes on to say, there are many chat clubs in Trevor Space, such as Gay Men's Club, Witchcraft Club, Furries Club, Non-Binary Club, Roommates Club, etc. And then she goes on to ask the question about where do these kids end up and could this really end up being a pipeline, intentional or not, to sex traffickers? I mean, it certainly opens the door to predatory behavior. So anyway, we're going to have Brenda on our show in the next few weeks, and we'll talk in more depth about what she's found out about this. And again, so many things that are evil and wicked about our children, about our country, are starting in California, and that's so sad. But we have to keep up on what they're doing. So the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is when you're thinking about the books your children are reading, and especially the many books for elementary kids that are selling the idea of two dads or two moms or selling the children themselves on the idea that they can change genders. You know, Jacob's New Dress, My Princess Boy, Julian is a Mermaid, the book George. They go, the list goes on and on. There are so many titles now. And then when you get to middle school and high school, the quote unquote young adult category is replete with pro-homosexual, pro-transgender, and then every other kind of vulgarity and outrageous activity that you can think of that teenagers might do or might be interested in doing. Triple X pornography textually is in these books, and it's all affirmative. It's all as if this is normative in teen behavior. So people are concerned, have been concerned for years, and more and more parents are stepping up and saying, absolutely not. And some are even reading passages from these books at local school board meetings and are being told to sit down because they're too inappropriate. Yes, they're inappropriate. Well, one of the big pushers, and I say that maybe deliberately, of all of this is the American Library Association. Their website features the top challenged books of each year, 2021, 2022 will be coming soon. And some of them are pretty innocuous books blended in with some really explicit books, things that you might want to pay attention to parents. They think it's all fine. And you wonder what's wrong with these people. Don't they realize how outrageous the books have become so quickly in the last 10 to 20 years, and publishers are taking advantage of the idea of sensational material the kids want to pick up because it's sensational, not because it has literary worth or gets them, it might get them to read, but they're reading pornography. Well, when you find out about the leadership of the American Library Association, the pro-homosexual, the pro-racial, uh, divisive racial agendas, the Marxist sympathies you'll find in many books become kind of clear. The American Library Association recently chose a new president, and her name is Emily Drabinsky, and she is a self-described Marxist lesbian, and in an article on The Federalist, and our author there highlights what Drabinsky is all about. She has stated that she is in support of queerness, which includes the subversion of those kinds of normal family types. And she was referring to husbands, wives, children. She is in favor of building a better world using the collective influence that we all have, and so on. A Marxist lesbian. Folks, they want to change the world by sexualizing our children early, making them hate parents and family structures that are traditional because this doesn't 
correlate with the new sexuality that they may be interested in or the gender change or whatever. So this then separates them from the anchor of the family of their faith, of Christian faith in particular. And what do they then do? They look toward school, toward government, toward authorities to tell them what they should think, to give them a sense of security, and to give them permission and access to ways to work out this sexuality. There's even a group, Advocates for Youth and SICUS, which are both big far-left sex education promoters, talk about sex ed for social change. They know that sexualizing children in school with some of their graphic sex education programs will create social change. Well, the American Library Association's latest head is right on board with that with Marxism. It's revolution. This, this is the reason that even if you get your children out of public schools, we have to stay engaged and change these schools. It would be far better for your children to be in Christian schools or be homeschooled, but we have to stay on top of the barbarian factories that these schools are becoming unless we continue to be involved and stop the revolution sexually, morally, governmentally, where our American constitutional liberties are being tossed aside, and we are all in great jeopardy from the kinds of things that are being taught. Folks, I don't mean to discourage you too much. I know this is a lot to take in, but there is some good news, as you heard in the beginning. And let's do our research, do not give up, and just remember that with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.